What we do here is go back, 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 back. You are listening to the It's Not About You podcast by Felicia Baird. This is a lifestyle podcast where we talk all things business, self-love, spirituality, and how people are giving back to the communities around them and building them up all at the same time. Each week, we have real, raw, honest conversations with inspiring people who are doing really cool things, expanding us, growing us, and making us realize we're pretty friggin' amazing. And we have everything inside of us that we need to do really cool things too. I'm your host, Felicia Baird. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the It's Not About You podcast. This is episode 34. And while I do have a lot of people on my roster that we're going to be showing the interviews to, I did want to do a solo podcast today, mostly because I just did my very first Instagram live. It was so nerve wracking. But while it was fresh in my head, the live was about becoming your most vibrant, self-confident you and like really pulling out that light and making you know, yourself the best version of you that you could be. And I figured while that was still in my head, I would hop on a podcast and basically go through the notes that I spoke about on the live. So a lot of great interviews are coming up, but we're going to dive into this first. So I know exactly what it feels like to be stuck in your head and not be able to see a way out. That's basically what my whole entire mindset series of this podcast is about. So you guys know this about me. My goal is for you to not also be stuck in your head. So I started making um, a list of things that have helped me. This is on a deeper level, and I really feel connected to these steps because when I actually think about how much this has taken off, like a lot of stress off your shoulders, and it just really has helped me. So I hope that it helps you guys as much. My voice might be a little bit weird because I haven't spoken to anybody today because it's first thing in the morning. So this is always the weirdest part to record a podcast because I feel like my voice is still in the warm-up phase. I usually do like weird voice exercises before hopping on a podcast and I didn't remember until literally right now when I have to keep clearing my throat. So bear with me. I hope that it's not too bad. So when you're showing up completely as your most vibrant self, you are showing up unapologetically who you are. It means that you are owning every aspect of you and you do not care of what other people think of you. And people know that the only time that they could be on your level is if they raise up to be with you. And that is the definition of like self-worth and self-love and really just embracing everything about you. Because when it comes down to it, if you don't love yourself enough, or how you handle yourself is exactly how people will handle you. So it's just a mirror. It's just you mirroring what you want other people and how you want other people to treat you. And when you do this, everything you'll find that everything is already working for you because you know exactly what you want. You're here to claim it and everything will work out the way it's supposed to because you're so set in your power that no one will even try to question you. It's all about five steps for me, basically, when it comes down to it. And the first one is not to take things personally. So this was a big one for me. It was the first time that I can remember actually feeling like I've changed, actually feeling like I've had like a weight taken off of me and like my energy shifted. 
When I learned to not take things so personally with relationships, with work, especially with any type of dynamic, parent relationships, anything like that, it just made my life so much easier because I, I mean, we're all adults and I run my motto of, I'm going to assume that I haven't done anything wrong to you or that you aren't angry with me if you're not telling me about it. Because the way that I operate is if you've done something to upset me, I'm going to let you know. And I don't let them know in like a mean way. I'll just, if it really was bothering me and I really thought about it and I was like, yeah, I don't really like the way this went down, I'll bring it up. So I expect people in my life to do the exact same thing to me. So if you kind of operate on that level too, then you'll realize that you don't care as much. I mean, how many times have you thought about a conversation and how something went down? And then when you brought it up, people are like, I don't remember that even happening. I don't even remember that situation because people aren't thinking about you. The average person has about 70,000 thoughts a day. And I can almost guarantee that not all of those 70 thoughts are about you. (laughs) So when you think of it like that, then you realize that, I mean, not to do a shameless podcast plug here, but it's not about you. People aren't thinking about you. When you think about it like that, I think I learned that quote off of Grey's Anatomy. And I was like, wow, it's so true. Everyone always thinks that people are judging them. People are putting them down. People are talking about them behind their back. That's not the case at all. People don't care about what you're doing. You are the only one that thinks that people care about what you're doing. This especially worked for work. I kind of had a different attitude shift towards stuff because I know I'm really good at my job and I don't take it personally when a boss is angry or when a boss says something because I know that it's not about me. I know that it might be about the work, but I know that it's not about me personally. And at the end of the day, we all have a job to get done. So if you can kind of separate the two, then I promise you that you will elevate on a different level and your whole demeanor will just be less stressful. Again, you're the vibration that you're putting out. So if I'm walking in there and I constantly feel like I'm on eggshells, then that's the vibe that I'm going to give out. That is the vibe that people will pick up from me. So if I'm walking in there and I know confidently that I can do my job as good as anybody else and I'm not going to get called out. And if I do get called out, I can handle it because chances are if I get called out, then yeah, I fucked up and I need to be called out. It, I promise you it will change all of your dynamics in work. And then if you apply it to other aspects of your life as well. Boundaries. Oh my gosh, this is a big one too, because this is something that I have recently been working on. And it's something that I've recently come to terms with as well. Boundaries is a form of self-love. Boundaries is a form of respect to you. It basically teaches people how to treat you. Again, this goes back to me not taking things personally when I said, I will let someone know if they've upset me. So I expect people to do the same thing. And I'm going to live my life by if you haven't mentioned it, then I'm going to assume that I haven't within reason. I mean, it's not like I'm going around being a dick and then being like, oh, you didn't mention it. So I'm going to continue to do this. I'm I'm a very nice person to people and I treat people the way I expect to be treated. But it also goes, I'm not a mind reader. So if you have a problem with me, then I expect you to tell me just like I would tell you if you've done something to upset me. Setting that form of boundary up, people people who are close to me know this about me. So people will know that they can have a conversation with me and have a mature conversation with me if I've done something to upset them. Here's the thing with boundaries is that everyone thinks that it's like putting up a wall and blocking people out. That is 100% not what it is. It just is putting kind of, think of it like a door of communication. 
if someone is talking to you a certain way and you don't like the way that that person is talking to you, you need to say something. So again, going back to not taking stuff personally, yeah, people are allowed to have bad days. And chances are, if they are your spouse or family member, they're going to lean on you to talk to you about this bad day, which is great. If that is the relationship that you guys have, people should feel like they could come to you. What you are not, though, is a punching bag. So if someone is having a bad day, they're not allowed to take it out on you. And you have to set that boundary. Listen, I am here to talk to you if you're having a bad day. I totally want to hear why you've had a bad day. And I want you to vent and I want you to get it off your chest. But at the same time, you can't take your bad day out on me. You can't get angry at me because you need an outlet to feel better. Here's another thing about me. And I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast, you kind of are the same way. I absorb energy easily. So I'll be in a really good mood. And if someone uses me as a punching bag, how many times have you been used as a punching bag? And then they got stuff off of their chest, but treated you like shit and then come back and ask you what's wrong. It's like, you're what's wrong. You've just taken all of your bad energy and now put it onto me and you feel better. And that's so great that you do. But now I feel like shit. I had to protect my energy. I had to start putting up a boundary. People aren't going to care that you've put up a boundary. In fact, they'll probably respect that a little bit more. And you'll find that the people that do care that you're putting up a boundary are the ones that benefited from you not having a boundary in the first place. They're the ones that were able to take that stuff out on you. When you set that boundary up and people get irritated at it, you'll see pretty quickly who are the toxic people in your life. Number three is doing something that scares you. So this is a cool one because it doesn't mean that you have to like go jump out of a plane or do anything huge. Like when people think of that, then they think that they have to go do this extravagant thing. Doing something that scares you could involve something as simple as making eye contact with someone if you aren't someone that is comfortable with making eye contact with people. How you present yourself to people and how your body language is, is a huge form of self-worth and self-love. So it took me a really long time to do something as simple as make eye contact with someone. I found it awkward and I found it strange, but that is how people expect to be treated. And I learned that really quickly when I got into like the workforce and it's applied to all aspects of my life. Like even when I meet a new friend or I meet, you know, some, like a new family member, like whatever, if someone brings someone around, having that confidence to walk up to someone, initiate the conversation, shake their hand and look them in the eye all at the same time. Not only does it make you look more confident, it makes people feel like you are engaged and it makes them feel like you care about them. So something as simple as that. So if you are, if you need help with that, then I encourage you to work on that. I mean, mind you for something like that, my goal was to shake someone's hand and make eye contact, but I would keep forgetting the person's name because in my head, I'm like, keep making eye contact, keep making eye contact, don't break eye contact. So it got a little bit awkward because I would forget their name, but if now I can master both. So <laughs> multitasker, if you're afraid to cold call at work, um, I don't, I don't know if you're afraid, if you want to like put your hand up in a meeting and like have your opinion heard, then you need to st- just keep practice doing that. Like be very aware of it because the more you are aware of it, that's the biggest part is that you can now fix it again, not taking things personally. Cause I promise you that no one in the room is going to judge you. If you put your hand up and say something at work. 
no, because no one's thinking of you like that. In fact, they're probably looking at you like, oh, I'm so jealous that she has the confidence to do that. So just little things that you can do within your day. So make a list of like 10 things that it is that you want to accomplish within a week and that you're afraid to do. I was so scared to do my Instagram live yesterday. I don't even think anybody watched, but I was so in my head about it because I was like, I'm used to being behind a microphone. I'm used to editing out when I ramble. If I start going on a rambling tangent, like how am I going to stop myself? And how am I going to know when I do it? Because half the time I don't even know I ramble until I'm listening to myself back. So I was so scared to do it, but I did it. And I had like posted on Instagram saying, I'll be on between 2 p.m. and 5 p.m. And I went on at 4.55 p.m. That's how badly I didn't want to do this Instagram live. And that just goes to show how much I was in my head about it because the people that did comment on it were so encouraging and told me that I did a really great job because no one is thinking about you. That's the thing. So we all get caught up in this game of self-sabotage because we think that people are judging us or they have so much to say about us, but you are not on anyone's radar as much as you think you are. I promise you that. Four is visualizing and journaling. I know when I say journaling, I mean, I bring up journaling all the time to my mom and she hates it. She's like, this is, I don't like journaling. It's not for me, which it's not for everybody. I totally get it, but it helps you see things in a different way and challenges your mind in a different way than what you're used to. 95% of our thoughts are subconscious. That means that these thoughts are programmed into us without us even knowing it. When you can't see a different perspective of something, chances are you should just write it out or journal it. Or if you're not all about like taking pen to paper or fingers to keyboard, whatever, then speak about it. Just talk out loud to yourself about it. Walk yourself through it. A big thing about journaling is if you're feeling, this helps a lot with anxiety and feeling the pressures of society, depression, whatever. If you're in your head, journaling can be a really great way to keep questioning your thoughts. So I have anxiety about this situation. Why? I'm afraid that this is going to happen. Why are you afraid that that's going to happen? Well, I'm afraid it's going to happen because, and then you'll just start when you free write, you'll see where your mind is. You'll see what needs to be decluttered. And I, I also am a huge believer. If you wake up in the morning and you just free write everything that's on your mind, you're not going to project that shit onto anybody else because Self-love is an ongoing journey. And what we have to remember is that while we are setting up how we want to be treated, you're going to learn how you treat other people. So you might have this vision of who you are in your head and chances are you're not that person. You probably say shitty things to someone. You probably project stuff onto people without knowing it. And that is the fun part about self-development because once you're aware of it, then you're going to just totally alter the way that you act you're going to realize the thoughts that you're putting out. You're going to realize the actions that you're doing. Self-love and the whole self-worth like journey isn't always just bubble baths and you know taking walks in the park. Those are super needed for you to refuel you, but it's taking a deeper look at your relationships and how not only how people treat you, but how you treat other people. And you're not necessarily going to always like what you see. Coming to terms with the fact that, yeah, I have issues too, is not a fun thing to come to terms with. But the fun thing is, is that you're already ahead of the game if you are aware that you need to work on yourself because a lot of people are working on autopilot and a lot of people are not, um, I'm going to say woke. (laughs) Don't judge me for saying that. That is something that comes with 
how much they respect themselves. So you're already on the right path if you are taking the steps to be a better you. So do this stuff without judgment. And remember that change happens when you do something different. So taking the steps to change you, it's like you can't be a different person if you are constantly doing the same stuff. That's just not what's going to happen. Change happens when you do something different. Another thing that goes with journaling is visualizing. So what does this person look like when they step into a room? What do you want to be? So when you're visualizing this, remember that you wouldn't visualize it if it wasn't attainable. That's the key part to remember is that if you're visualizing yourself walking into a room and being the most vibrant, confident you and owning the room and people are, you know, automatically drawn to you, you can totally be that person. And the thing that makes that person so great is that they have this huge fuck you attitude. They do not care if you like them because they love themselves and they know what they're about. They know their worth. They know what they can get and nothing's going to stop them from getting there. When that person walks into a room and they're totally owning the room, chances they've probably put so much work into being that person. Like people just don't become that person. I mean, they could, and that's really great if they do. You have to put the work in to be that person. So remember, if you are visualizing yourself being this really confident, vibrant version of you, it's so attainable. You just have to do the steps. That's all. Number five is me kind of combining a bunch of things into one. So it all comes down to doing things that make you happy because when you're doing something that makes you happy, you're vibrating on another level. People have to step up to your level. So it could be something as simple as taking your dog for a walk, reading you know, bedtime stories to your kids. That makes you happy. Do that every day. Working out makes me happy. So if I am in a funk or I can't shift my brain, putting on music and going for a run or, you know, doing a thousand squats, JK, I don't do a thousand squats. I don't know why I said that, you know, doing like 20 squats, (laughs) you know, times five, this will make me start losing the negative thoughts in my head. It helps me vibrate on another level. So I can shift my perspective and go into like journaling on a real level and getting, getting down with myself. So guys, I don't know. I'm making this so weird. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm being really awkward, but doing something that makes you happy, helping others. This is a big one for me. My mom and I had this conversation the other day. She's worried about me because she says that I am too nice to people. She says that I will give people the benefit of the doubt until they give me a reason not to. And she's the opposite. She doesn't give anyone anything until they give her a reason to, for the, her to trust them. So we're completely opposite people. And I like the way that I do life a little bit better because it makes me go into every situation with a blank slate. Like I'm not going in there with a judgmental mind. I'm going in like welcoming people. And while it can get me in trouble sometimes, I would rather not be so close off to the world because if you are open, then you can learn so much more. You can let so much more cooler people in. And I've learned that a lot too. And I've been rewarded more than I've been screwed over. So helping other people is a big one too. And it'll help you not project so much stuff onto other people. I'm going to leave it at that. These are like my five tips and tricks that I've picked up on over the years. This isn't stuff that like, I didn't make this stuff up. Um, This isn't, you know, patented by Felicia Baird. Like that's not what this is at all. This is me just taking everything that I've learned in the last couple years of 
this self-development journey and putting it all into a 20-minute podcast for you guys because I don't want it to take you as long as it took me to realize my self-worth, my confidence, my projections, like stuff that I'm putting out into the world because the world is such a better place when you understand you and you know what you have to offer and you really do get this like attitude of I'm amazing. And if you don't want to be part of my journey, then get out because you are just holding me back. And I just want to reiterate that it's not always rainbows and butterflies, guys. Like self-development is hard. It's getting, once you realize who the toxic people in your life are, it's doing the work to have to get them out. And, you know, I'm, I'm in it, like coming to terms with the fact that even like your spouse wasn't fully seeing your potential or whatever. Like it sucks. It's not fun, but it's stuff that you have to do in order to, for you to grow and you have to move forward. And that will only benefit you in the long run. Yeah. You're going to have a couple months of feeling like shit and feeling, you know, the hard aspects that come with heartbreak when you have to let people go or let things go. But in the end, it's only going to make you stronger. I promise you that. So I hope this helped. I just wanted to give you a little glimpse of a course that I'm running right now. So it's an eight week loving yourself back to you course that I'm running and it's finding the most vibrant version of you, shifting your mindset, going in and changing your subconscious, like rewiring, reprogramming, just really helping you change that perspective. It's one-on-one coaching, eight weeks. So that's eight calls. Uh, We're going to do a call every single week. And we're just going to help you get an outline for your life, help you see the bigger picture, help you really make a plan for it. Is that what you want to do? And then accountability. I'll be holding you accountable all the way through. So if this is something that you're interested in, I'm holding it for uh, an eight week program for 500 USD. I made it pretty cheap. I hate it when people come at me with a program and they're like thousands of dollars and you think, where am I going to get that? So 500 and I take payment plans as well. So if this is something that you are into or you want to chat further about, I would love to hop on a call with you. So feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram and we can have a chat. So I hope this podcast helped you guys and it's a good start to your week. So don't forget to check me out on Instagram by Felicia Baird, B-Y-F-E-L-I-C-I-A. B-A-I-R-D and also on Facebook, same thing. So hit me up. Let me know what you guys think about this podcast and don't forget to rate and review it as well. Thanks guys. Love you. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into the It's Not About You podcast this week. We're happy you popped by and we hope you feel totally broken open and expanded from this episode. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. It would be so much appreciated. See you guys next week. Love you guys. Bye.